1: to a new era of West Virginia Mountaineer football, I guess, in a way. This is West Virginia Sports Now. I'm Mike Osti, and I am joined by two newest Mountaineers, Rodney Gallagher and Jaheem White. Yo, two up, up? class leaders of West Virginia's 2023 recruiting class, and both have now signed to the dotted line and are members of the Mountaineers. So guys, first off, thanks for joining me. I know you guys got kind of a bit of a whirlwind, 24 hours. Rodney mentioned that he celebrated with his family, had some food. I know you both held events. Jaheem, did you do anything cool to, to <clears throat> kind of celebrate that? Hey, you signed in the dotted line, All the speculations over, and, and you're, you're going to West Virginia to play football.
0: Yeah, I went out to uh, I went out to eat with my family after okay. um, everything was done because it was my little brother's birthday as well. So, you know, I oh just nice, with
1: he. Awesome. Well, guys, I definitely, again, I I appreciate you you, you popping on here. It won't be too long. Um, But I do want to kind of ask you guys about, you know, the recruitment process, eventually signing with West Virginia and then this team coming up because they're looking for a new era of Mountaineer football. And I know, Rodney, you've mentioned to me that that's kind of what you're you're promising the fans. So, Rodney, I guess I'll start with you. And I know you've touched on this before and even to me, but just for anybody watching, listening who are going to be consuming this particular show, why West Virginia? I know you did visit Penn State not long ago. You committed to WVU a while ago. You were upfront and honest about Neil, with Neil Brown about that. He actually talked about that yeah, he considered you a local product, and he recruited you like a local product. You also were very open with your liking of Neil Brown and, and kind of wanting him to stay on as coach. So he gets retained. He does stay on. You commit. You stay. You're going to West Virginia. Obviously, you had tons of options. I think that's an understatement. As a four-star kid in PA, you definitely had, had options for sure. Why did you pick West Virginia?
2: Yeah, uh, I love the staff. Uh, I love the environment. I love the culture, and I just obviously love the fit—the uh, chance to come in and you know produce. Uh, everybody that recruited me, um, you know, from West Virginia did a great job. They showed me love from day one and nothing really changed and yeah for them to treat me basically as a local kid uh that's something they for sure really did and uh every time i met with them it was great we had a bunch of fun and when it got years to talk about football and stuff i liked everything they were talking about so it was just a great fit from the start
1: cool rodney gallery team white here top recruits for west virginia in the 2023 class the both now newest members of the mountaineers here in this new era of football although neil brown still the head coach here mike ostie wbsn So Jaheem, I guess kind of similar question for you. I know you also had options as well. You also kind of were staying loyal to West Virginia. Just not only why did you pick WVU, but how do you think you fit in? Because now they're going to be looking for a new offensive coordinator. This is a team that offensively started out the year strong. They actually have been running really successfully. So the running game last year, everyone who touched the ball basically was rushing for 150 plus yards. I imagine you were watching that and kind of excited. But how do you think you fit in into the actual system? And is there any concern for you, and I'll ask Rodney eventually the same type of question, that they don't have an OC right now, that Graham did leave after only one year? And if that could change anything, or did Neil kind of tell you guys it's not going to rock the boat too much?
0: Uh, I feel like I actually fit in perfectly well, you know, especially in the, um, the backs room with Coach Brown. I mean, um, Coach Scott, right. um, you know, he kept it real from the jump, like. <clears throat> like, everything was going to be cool. You know, Um, if I just come in and just work hard, uh, I'll get my, you know, first little carries in or whatever. But, um, yeah, everything was, like, perfectly fine for me when I stepped on the field, when I went to the camp. Uh, I liked everybody, the environment,
1: you know. Um, Any concern in terms of competition? Just because when you see... <clears throat> Four running backs rushing for that many yards and dominating, they're mostly, besides Tony Mathis, they're mostly pretty young. Even to Donaldson, who was a tight end coming in or really didn't have a position, became a tight end and then became a running back. I don't think a year ago he was fit into the equation, but obviously emerged and he's currently on the roster and Jalen Anderson as well. I mean, they, they do have running backs now. You can never, you know, have too many of them. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, you know, it's a program that traditionally has run even doing an air raid recently they've certainly been running but any concern that hey there's going to be a lot of competition here in the next few years yeah yeah the competition yeah the competition definitely gonna be there. um like we got the dj
0: oliver he's like he's yeah, number yeah. two yeah uh, 100%. there's gonna be a lot of competition
1: in the room but you're ready for it that's not oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: most, doubt, most doubt.
1: Uh okay rodney uh kind of flipping to you as well Obviously, again, you've been loyal to West Virginia for a long time. Number one, I know you played quarterback. I know you played receiver in high school. How would you respond to any West Virginia fans or even anybody out there that say, yeah, you're a four-star kid. You're an incredible athlete, but changing positions isn't the easiest thing in the world. How can we be sure you're going to be able to get it done as a receiver for West Virginia with less time at the position, even though you did do it last year? And then any concern with not having an offensive coordinator right now. Neil Brown did touch on it briefly at his post-recruiting press conference that they're either going to, you know, figure it out within or bring somebody in, but it's not going to change things too drastically. But he's aware of Graham, obviously, which wasn't probably the best timing for you guys.
2: Right. Um, I don't think it'll be too much a worry for you guys. Uh, Like I said, I I trained all summer for it. I played at it uh, at the beginning of the year. But, you know, my quarterback, Things happen with him, so I had to go back to there. But um, no, nah, it's it's really not a huge transition for me. Uh, I, I train hard. I train with one of the best trainers in the whole country, so I'll make sure he'll you know get me right before everything starts and um, make sure that I'll be nice and smooth coming into you know I know Washington left, but uh, just coming with a new wide receiver coach and building a relationship with him, and I know I'll be smooth from the start.
1: Is that is that is are you? okay with playing receiver like did you want to go somewhere and play qb in the past or is this just uh, kind of what you think is a better option for you in terms of your uh, career
2: receiver Been my dream position oh, okay since i was a little kid so when i first got to play it my freshman year i was super excited about it and you know just me having the ball in space i think that's my best th- best part of my game so you know if i get to create in space and get the ball in space i feel like i can make some big plays
1: yeah, I think both of you have definitely have some tape of uh, creating and, and making big plays in space, to say the least here, Rodney Gallagher, Gene White, the top recruits of West Virginia 2023 recruiting class, newest members of the Mountaineers here, Mike Osti, WV Sports Now. So – First off, since you're both on this, and I kind of wanted to do it with a couple of you guys together to kind of also get this question answered. Obviously, with social media and everything going on, it's pretty easy to communicate. I do see a camaraderie kind of amongst a lot of you that have been committed for a while. Uh, It's not even just the, the two of you, certainly others, but... Have you guys got to talking in particular? Do you guys uh, know each other at all? Have any relationship with each other that you're trying to build? And any other recruits? Jamie, you mentioned D.J. Oliver, who's going to be competition with you, but you're certainly aware of him, and and he's a stud kid too. Traylon um, Ray, uh, you know whoever else. Sean Boyle, Neil Brown brought him up as maybe the underrated person uh, of your class. Um, he's obviously not a P.A. kid. But he has a connection to the to the program with a mother that's an alum, and he was down there in Charlotte. You guys, you know, ever talk uh, where you have you been talking? Are you talking now? What's the relationship amongst this recruiting class? Because this is a strong recruiting class that is going to be looked upon to kind of change the dynamic of not only Neil Brown's tenure there, but the program. It's as you know, it's been a little down from what it normally is historically. So there's kind of pressure that comes with that.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, we we talk every day. Uh, we have okay, a group okay. chat, and we stay in contact. And we talk about different things, and we also have fun with each other. So that 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 already sees that we already have a relationship, and that uh, it's going to be very fun for all the years we're together.
1: Yeah, Jaheim. Yeah,
0: yeah, same thing. You know, we just um, all in the group chat.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. It's easy to do that these days, obviously here. Um, Now, we talked about some of the others. Uh, Just before we get into the West Virginia roster and maybe anybody that's reached out to you, you've talked to on the current team or that you're looking forward to talking to or kind of how you fit with the current team, especially both you guys on offense. And right now, there's going to be a quarterback battle that I'm sure you guys are going to be certainly looking at and we'll we'll be experiencing come the spring and, and come the summer. But is there any diamond in the rough? Like, you guys have a group chat. You're aware of who else is on this recruiting class and who they've been talking to and ended up pretty much mostly with who they were going after uh, and who they thought they were eventually going to get. Anyone you think besides the, you know yourselves that you think, okay, they're not getting on as many shows. They're not getting in as many articles. They're not getting written about as much, but this kid's going to be a stud and going to be a major part of our recruiting class. Do you have, like, an underrated kid that you guys can think of?
2: I think it's going to be James Hurd. Okay. Super underrated. His film speaks for itself. Uh, very talented kid, and I think he's gonna be a problem.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have nobody.
1: You fit me? Okay. Everybody
0: just just come out there and work. That's all. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah and that's definitely gonna happen for sure. Yeah. Now going to the the current team here, and then I'll, I'll let you guys go soon. Have you talked with anybody on the current team now that you're signed? So, you, you you know, have you had conversations with anybody on the current team? What do you think of the games in particular of Garrett Green and Nico Marquill, Mar- 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 who are going to be competing for the starting quarterback position? JT Daniels has transferred out. It's going to be between those two. And Neil Brown basically saying, too, they're not really probably looking for, to the portal for QB. They're sending offers out to veterans for other positions, but probably not QB. So, one of the two of them is likely your quarterback week one. Do you have any thoughts on either one of them in terms of what you've watched?
2: I think, honestly, from my position, that's exciting because you know you're going to get the best out of them every single day. So, I've talked to both of them. Um They're super excited, you know, to build this relationship and build, uh, you know, momentum going into the season. So, like I said, I mean, them competing every single day, I'm super excited about it because it's only going to make me it's only going to make me better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's just going to adapt. Like, it's a circle. It's a uh, it's a cycle where everybody just working, you know, it adapts us and we'll just come out there, you know.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be a competition. They both obviously – Garrett kind of a dual threat QB. Nico certainly can do that, but maybe not as much as Garrett. But they certainly – they got experience last year a little bit, which is a positive. And, you know – Garrett's been around the program for a while, Nico. Just that year, but got some experience, so that's definitely a positive. You guys have you you have a message to Mountaineer Nation at all? Because obviously you're on social media. You, you, it's been polarizing the last year, uh, to say the very least. But now we have some answers. It's going to be Nia Brown. Uh, continuing on at least another season. But as you know, there's pressure on him, there's pressure on the staff, there's pressure on the program. You guys are entering there as freshmen. Obviously, it's not fair to hold it all world against your shoulders here right away, but that pressure is going to exist. Uh, and they, they, the fan base wants this turned around as quick as possible. I don't know if Neil Brown has, you know, that much time to turn this around. So any any words to Mountaineer Nation in terms of what you're going to bring to the table, what to expect, Maybe any patience that's needed here, because uh, it's you know it's been kind of crazy on both sides, but now we know what's happening next season, yeah
2: um, think, uh, either way, yeah, I ahead. Also think that the fan base just needs to be a little bit more patient. Um, you know, there's tons of stuff that happened last year uh, that we could always talk about, but we don't gotta get into it, but uh I honestly think this program is you know it's in the right direction, and I think we're gonna bring this thing all together. And we just need positivity throughout the program. And I think once we find that and we find the leadership that we're getting, I think this program has a chance to, you know, be something special. So we just got to be patient about it. We just got to work every single day. Uh, We know, you know, that first game is going to be super tough, but we work all year. You know, I think we'll be ready for it. And that's a chance to make a statement right away of what this program can be.
1: Yeah. yeah you all gotta,
0: is, gotta, all is, I'm bringing my all. That's all. I am saying. <laughs>
1: I think that's all everybody can ask for. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, I definitely appreciate the time for sure. Rodney Gallagher, Jaheim White, uh, newest members of the Mountaineers, headliners of the 2003 or 2023 recruiting class. So guys, I'll let you keep on celebrating. I'll let you, you know, kind of get back to work, but also enjoy it right now because you put in the work and you, you got the reward. And I think, People can know kind of what you bring to the table, but obviously there's a lot of work ahead. So I appreciate the time, guys. We'll be talking to you hopefully sometime soon as well. Yeah, I appreciate Definitely. it. Thank you. Uh, Ronnie Gallagher, Jaheim White. Ronnie Gallagher, four-star, obviously. He had options, could have went pretty much, you know, kind of anywhere he wanted. Wasn't really talking to Pitt that much. Certainly could have beyond – he could have went beyond local – uh, there are certainly opportunities outside of even PA, but he wanted to be, he said this before, he wanted to be closer to his family, kind of wanted to do a local thing. And yeah, he flirted with Penn State a little bit. Some think he would fit in with Penn State. That's the first opponent for the Mountaineers, oddly, as they mentioned, on the road in Happy Valley. He's familiar there. He did visit there, but the honesty to Neil Brown, already dealing with noise and having social media presences for the two of them, they've been and done this before in terms of dealing with noise so that's what neil brown really respected in particular from rodney that hey this is happening this is what i'm doing i'm still with you i'm waiting for this this and this that's something that not a lot of kids offer to the program so that's a major positive positive. and i think what they both hit on is you do need to bring some patience as a mountaineer fan obviously five and seven is not acceptable obviously three out of four losing seasons is not acceptable I get it. 15th winning is program. I get it that you're not saying they got to win a natty every year, but you're saying they got to be a good team. They got to be competitive. They got to at minimum get a bowl game. And then every now and then you hope for more. And that is all reasonable. I've touched on it before. If that's where your reasonable head is, obviously, you know, expecting and predicting 10 wins a season is a bit much. But if you're looking for more than it's been, and you're looking for a legit team, you can be proud of that can actually contend, and certainly that door will be open in the conference potentially coming up with things being shaken up, then, yeah, that makes sense. That's reasonable. That's what they want as well. But as they said, if you expect them, immediately true freshmen step on the field and Rodney Galloway to be Randy Moss and Jaheem to be Emmitt Smith, or I'm sorry, to be Steve Slayton if you want to go to West Virginia or even Chris Henry for a receiver, or that full-on athlete that, that they both can fully be, then you're being a bit unreasonable. You've gotta have, you got to have the patience. Let them get in there. Let them get in the system. Right now, the team doesn't even know the starting quarterback. But that competition of two young guys, and I've said this before, they went in the portal year after year. I It made sense last year, honestly, because there was pressure then. They had no experience and no tape that they liked. They, Neil Brown was open. He didn't think neither Nico, who was a true freshman coming in, or Garrett Green at the time, who had been there. Didn't think either one of them were ready, so you don't want to force a guy who's not ready in, and you have a vet who everyone thought would be good coming in, and not to say JT wasn't good earlier in the season. They didn't win, but his numbers were fine. The offense was moving the ball, and they were scoring. Defense let him down, and then as the season progressed, he claims he was not hurt at all, but who knows, and he no longer was bringing what he brought earlier in the season, three-pick game, et cetera. He's now gone, so that experiment didn't work. And it, you know, it worked a little bit with Jared Daigie early, but then he dipped in production. It wasn't enough based on, granted, you get him from Bowling Green, and he's transferred a couple times since. So Austin Kendall even w- was a transfer. Neil Brown's done with it, it appears. Unless somebody really, really falls in their lap, that's a five-star guaranteed slam dunk. It's going to be Garrett. It's going to be Nico, and I think that's the right move. I'd imagine it's Garrett Green. Obviously, if it's not him, then he's probably looking to transfer Um, having put time into the program. He does bring the dual threat ability. There are things he needs to clean up, guys. He's not perfect by any means. He did have a great game against Oklahoma, but that was a really, really bad run defense and defense overall. So outside of them, it's been average. But I do think he can be the guy. I do think it's the right move. I do think him week one actually does make sense based on the situation going on with the program for sure. And I do think if you want athletic – play and you want entertainment and you want kind of what you experience with Padway and Steve Slayton that is always that thing the program and the fans are trying to get to again and they may never get to that period again but the closest thing I think can be having athletes like these two having Garrett Green be that guy because he can kind of take over a game and be a game changer for you again Things need improve. They got to work on some things. We don't know how this is going to look and who the OC is certainly is a big deal because as I'm speaking, that's not been announced and you know, you hope it is somebody that comes in, but maybe promoted and it's not just Neil Brown calling the plays. That's just not going to, going to work likely with what he has to deal with right now as a head coach, but they did well recruiting. They did. They did well recruiting the the, the whole debate out there that oh, it's, it's actually an average class. No, it's a top 40 class. Not top 10, not top 15. It's a top 40 class, despite the program having three out of four losing seasons. Rich Rod, Don Halen, Dana, they weren't bringing five-star kids in every single day. They didn't have a top five or top 10 class either. Pat White, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. Your goat, really. You can argue Major Harris, but I'm going to say Pat White. That was my era, too he was thought to be a defensive player <laughs> defensive back um other spots on the defense by different schools no one was thinking qb at major program comes in and obviously become, becomes what he became so that's how west virginia has done it i'm not saying you don't want to get four-star and five-star kids obviously rodney is a four-star by the way with other options and, des- and decided to come to the Mountaineers and for whatever reason again and they touched on it that's a positive so a top 40 class for west virginia as a program that's down by the way that's good that's good they have no local base you have one local kid you're not going to live in west virginia and have success i know there are some kids that people wanted west virginia fans wanted and they didn't have thrown offers even to but That's because they know that the the best recipe for them is to look in Western PA, Ohio, Florida, Georgia, go all around the country, the DMV, Virginia, Maryland, etc. That's the ticket. They're not going to have nearly a championship program just off of West Virginia local kids. You can't do a Whippeal thing, say, in the Western PA and just take all the Whippy'll kids and you'll get to eight wins. No, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen in terms of the talent that's in West Virginia in comparison to other spots around the country. They realize it, and they just want to build a roster that makes sense for them so they can't waste scholarship on local kids just to appease some fans and then not get somebody else. That's just the fact of it. So if you got to watch all your local high school West Virginia kids on the field for the Mountaineers – You're not going to be winning as much as if you're getting legit four stars around the country. And again, they have got multiple four stars that were not West Virginia local kids. Nania Brown and Rodney touched on it. They considered Rodney a local kid. They considered him like a West Virginia product, being so close in Uniontown. But factually the case, he's a PA product. And that's why there was a flirtation with Penn State. So again, that's just the way it is right now. But nothing's going to be changed right away. And if it's another losing season, and I said this before, then Neil Brown is going to go. I know this to be almost a fact based on what the AD has been saying. They're not going to, this isn't three years ago. These kids are coming in at the tail end. There's pressure on Brown. There's pressure on them now. They want to keep Brown there because they love Brown so much. They got to get it done right now. Brown does not have two, three years another losing season and he will be gone and maybe they'll be transferring or that the the program will be looking for a new coach. Maybe they're like that new coach who knows this is the way of the world of college football It's really a year to year thing. However, you still want to do well recruiting. You don't want to do poorly. And in terms of programs, you look at Pitt, they've been a better team the last couple of years. They won a conference two years ago. West Virginia did much better job recruiting, Uh, recruiting class 10 spots better in, in most rankings. That's an impressive thing. So despite no local base, despite a losing program, as we speak, even though the program wants to change that, and there's possibility for that with who you bring in, the program, they're looking to the transfer portal. they are thrown offers out there, even though Neil Brown calls their developmental program, which it is, and I don't think he meant, hey, we're not Michigan. Hey, we're not Ohio State, Notre Dame, USC. We're not a destination. I don't think he meant that, even though that's true, by the way. They're not Bama. They're, they're not that program that is a premier five-star destination, unless you hire Deion Sanders, then you're probably not going to get that. But they he meant that we've been in the portal tons, especially for highlight positions. We'd rather develop and keep Rodney Gallagher for three or four years. Same thing with Jeheen White, rather than have to... Bring in one, bring in the other, bring in one, bring in the other, and have a different QB every year. Now, the, if the kids transfer, that that gets ruined, but their goal is to keep them there. And if you have success, and they're having individual success, maybe even more than the team, they maybe would stay. Because these kids understand. You hear from them. They understand this is not going to happen overnight. they got to put in the work. And they also understand that you're likely not winning a championship next season. You got to build this thing. They want to build this thing. They want to be program changers, and they want to do it for the long haul. So keeping him there would be a positive thing since he has done well recruiting. But Neil Brown has done a better job in terms of recruiting class ranks than you know Dana, Richrod. Some of those coaches were doing. That's why he's still there. That's why he didn't want to lose these kids. I did say there's something got to give earlier in the season. I did say that I would have let go of Neil Brown earlier. And, and I put him on the hot seat this past season saying a bowl game had to happen or I would have pulled the trigger. So I've said that repeatedly, that Neil Brown he's dead men walking in a bit uh, of a way. But these kids know that and they want to play for him. So, again, that's going to keep them around. That's going to keep them excited. And they just love the coaching staff so much, clearly. I mean, they they are just all about Coach Brown and this coaching staff, and and that's why they're there. So you got to be happy with this recruiting class. It is a good one. You cannot expect a top 15 class in West Virginia if you're saying, well, 35, 37, 40, that's not good enough. That's average. If we're talking out of a hundred plus, first off, it's better than average out of a hundred plus. Second off, you have to look at it in comparison what WU normally does historically, Ronnie Gallagher, top 10 player in the history of the program in terms of recruits. I believe sixth. That's that's pretty crazy to have that guy recruited in this era the situation right now other four stars are there mostly three stars are there it's not dipping below three stars sean boyle a kid maybe he's that diamond in the rough underrated he's a dual threat kid that really could fit in that you guys could fall in love with possibly but obviously he's not going to be the qb next year so again they they didn't get Snowden, but they were in the top five for him and he ended up going to wisconsin he was always going to follow fickle but for west virginia to be in that top five that's a positive thing Oh, we touched on this with Mike Fair. We touched on this in other shows. All of those are in WVSN as well as our channels. Uh, this was a good class. It's good that this was a good class. You should be happy with this being a good class. No, that's not enough. you got to have success in the portal. you got to bring in more kids in the portal. You can't live off group of five in the portal, which is so far what they've done. you got to get some power five in the portal. I get it. They're sending offers out. It's not been good enough right now. If they field this team tomorrow, this team is – probably a bowl team at best so i get it they got a lot more they got to bring in they got to fill a lot more spots heard you mentioned is maybe an underrated piece that that rodney gallagher mentioned as he's looking on both sides of the ball so that's that's a positive thing for sure trotter johiah jackson these kids whether it be offense or defense are legit athletes and that's what those two appreciate that's what they know and that's exactly what could change the course of the West Virginia Mountaineers. But right now, not good enough, needs change. You'd rather have a good recruiting class than a bad recruiting class. First off, if you're going to lose kids in the portal, and most of those kids who've left haven't been kids that have really played. You're looking at mostly losing depth and kids that haven't played, except for the Caden Prather hit certainly hurts you. Same thing with, with, uh, with Jordan Jefferson. The outside of them, and they really, they do hurt. They were going to be leaders next year and major cogs next year. Praether was going to be a wide receiver one. And these kids are on social. They're aware of what's happening. But, You'd rather have a good class than not. You do need to do things in the portal. You do need you can quickly replace as well as you can quickly lose. And while they've mostly lost depth, that's also not good. I'm not going to put lips are going to pick here. That's not good. You don't want to lose that depth. You want that depth to be there next year to step up and get that playing time. They haven't been able to get, but it is more opportunity for these kids and maybe if some of them are ready. Certainly with this recruiting recruiting class coming in, they can have impacts right away at certain positions. Certainly, certainly the two positions that Jaheim and Rodney Gallagher play. And by the way, Penn State, for example, a Rose Bowl team, even though the fans want more, but that's a 10-win Rose Bowl team and their only losses are to playoff teams. They had numerous players from the prior year recruiting class that were impacting the team that season to get them to the Rose Bowl. So, it's not like you got to wait three years for impact on on the field, but you also got to be reasonable. These are going to be true freshmen coming in. Happy to have talked with Rodney Gallagher, Jaheim White. Certainly more of our coverage at WV Sports Now. Wanted you to hear it from them. We've analyzed it, we've touched on it, we've covered it all day, all over our family of networks in terms of National Signing Day, in terms of the 2003 recruiting class, which, by the way, that's still coming in. There are players that are still coming in. There are Offers that are still being sent. They are going to look to the portal a little bit. I don't think Neil Brown was saying we're totally ignoring the portal. And if he was, by the way, and that's how you took it, it's not true because we're not lying with our coverage. They're sending offers out. So they're putting offers out, whether they want to admit it or not. And what they're going to stick with is QB, which I actually do think makes sense right now. Again, thanks to Rodney Gallagher. Thanks to Jaheem White. I'm Mike Oste. Hit up WV Sports now for all of our coverage, especially of Mountaineer football, but also what else we cover throughout Mountaineer athletics at the network, especially within our Sports Now family of networks, and also hit up our entire network for what's been going on recruiting-wise and off National Signing Day throughout our Sports Now family of networks. Pressure. It's on these kids. Um, no pressure, no diamonds, I-, I guess is the line. No pressure, no diamonds. They got pressure on them. With some of those star ratings and the hype, certainly around Rodney Gallagher, but Jaheim too, they got pressure because they want to do it for Neil Brown and they want him there long term and they want to do it at West Virginia. I don't think they want to transfer out. Obviously, the option will be open for them in the future if they don't like what's going on, but they want things to work out, obviously, or they wouldn't have signed. And there's pressure, of course, on the program, Neil Brown, to quickly turn this around or else Neil Brown won't be there. And obviously the fans justified to be frustrated and they're not going to wait around for, they want to see some type of climb. And, and they're trusting in this climb, Neil Brown selling. So maybe they know something that, that some of you do not know, but it's all going to be on the field. The proof will be in the pudding. We'll see. I guess it is how we'll leave it. But the 2023 recruiting class, it's a good one. What does it mean? What it will it mean for the program? What does it mean right now? We will see very, very soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support
1: to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.